Welcome back to the Legal Digest podcast and in this episode I'm joined by Harry Jameson. Harry is an elite performance coach and wellness consultant who works with high profile individuals and organisations including some of the world's most exclusive retreats to implement wellness plans from stress management, mindfulness to physical fitness. He also co-founded the wellness brand Rain, which, provide, which prides itself on offering transparency and all natural philosophy to providing the purest, most effective and enjoyable CBD products. We will be discussing how the benefits of incorporating CBD into your day-to-day can help you in your personal, your professional life and your overall wellness. Hi, Harry. Thanks for joining me today. Thanks for having me. I'm keen to explore this topic with you because lawyers work in environments that make it difficult to achieve wellness. For example, managing stress and taking care of yourself can be difficult if you're always working under pressure and the legal industry um, focuses just on one aspect of wellness, but it's all encompassing, it's exercise, diet, mindfulness and requires a tailored holistic approach as each person will have different needs. So firstly, I'm interested to know, how do you define wellness? Um, that's a great, that's a great opening question. And I think traditionally the problem with wellness is it's incredibly poorly defined. You know, wellness used to mean fitness. You used to look at somebody and say, you know, how thin it used to be kind of connected only to weight. People would say, no, I'm, I'm overweight. I'm un, I'm unfit or I'm unwell or I'm lean. Therefore I'm well. But we now know that I, I personally know lots of very physically fit, not very well people because the balance in their life isn't where they would like it to be. Their interpersonal relationships aren't where they'd like them to be. Their energy levels or their libido or their reaction times or their concentration and their cognitive function, um, all of which in my eyes make up how well you are, might not be where they want it to be. So my personal definition or barometer of wellness has always gone back to happiness. I think how happy you are is a really nice, clear metric, although it doesn't have a, de- it's not a defi- it doesn't have a defining metric to it, but it's a really nice barometer of whether you are well or not. I think if you're happy, that should be our ultimate goal. But wellness yeah. is made up of, of mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual well-being, and it's creating a balance between those different variables, ultimately, that, hope, that should lead a, a happy, healthy, and, and productive uh, individual. Right. Yeah, I totally agree. I think, um, you know, it's not just about what you eat. It's it's how you're thinking as well. Mindfulness as well is a key kind of component to that as well, I think. And all of the things you just mentioned. Um, and you recently launched your brand, Rain. So how does that connect with your philosophy on wellness and what was the reason for launching it? I think it goes back, actually, you know, my, my if, you, if you go back sort of four or five years when CBD sort of burst into the marketplace. I didn't really turn my head until it was removed from the banned substance list and athletes were able to take it as a, as a form of recovery. Um, you know, it was previously along with other cannabinoids and, and, and cannabis in general was on the banned substance list of, of you know, performance enhancing or recreational drugs. CBD specifically has huge anti-inflammatory properties. Um, and as a, as a trainer, as a coach, as a sort of, Definitely a weekend warrior, athlete, you know, not necessarily a professional one, but someone who's had a great and long sporting background. Finding ways to reduce inflammation or finding ways to increase recovery has always been a struggle for people. I think if we look at recovery specifically, recovery is the un 
underdeveloped, under-researched, undervalued portion of all of our health. We don't get fitter and healthier when we train. We get fitter and healthier when we recover. You know, our, um, all of our consolidation of memory happens during the hours of sleep. All of our musculoskeletal growth and repair happens when we sleep. So you see a really fit-looking, high-performing individual. That person knows how to recover um, more than they know how to train. Uh, and I think if, if we reference back to somebody like yourself or, or your industry, your industry is full of overworked people, but it's more full of under-recovered people. And those people have not had the chance to mentally, physically and emotionally restore energy before they've been asked to go again. So my career was in coaching high-performing, very successful individuals from leaders of the country through managing partners of law firms. I've looked after the managing partners of McKinsey and people who run Chelsea Football Club, and CEO of ITV and lots of other super high achieving people. And the big need in that demographic of, of, of individuals was in a need to, you used the word stress before. Yeah. The, these people need a high capacity to deal with stress. We can talk about stress resilience a little bit in this conversation because it's very uh, appropriate. But they also need, um, you know, to, to build mental, physical resilience, they can coping mechanisms to deal with stress, and they need coping strategies in order to, to optimize their recovery. I've always worked in the kind of luxury end of health and well-being. I've had gyms in five-star hotels and a health retreat program that got, took me off to lots of very nice places to do some very nice things. And you'll see from our brand that we are very you know, aspirational and, 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 and luxurious in the look and feel, maybe not ultra lux in the price point, but I looked at, are there recovery-based products out there that my clientele who are predisposed to that you know, type of, of, of service and product that they can buy into? Definitely not on the CBD end. Everything looked a bit weedy and a little bit fapey and a little bit kind of not, not very cool and aspirational. I, got, I had the gym at the time when I started it in the Rosewood, London, and which is, a, for those of you who don't know, a lovely, actually right next to um, Lincoln's Inn Field. So we've got lots of, lots of lawyers and people in the legal profession in and around that part of London, um, in and around Holborn. Um, and when we started the business, I thought, you know, is there, is, is there, are there products? If I'm going to make a product, it should, it should be able to sit in this hotel, it should be able to sit in the mini bar, it should be able to sit at the bar, it should be able to be out in these, in this lovely, luxurious surroundings. Um, and people should want to look at, look at it and pick it up and engage with it, rather than CBD products of the past have been things that you hide away in your basement, and, in your basement, sorry, you hide away in your cupboard, in your, in your bathroom. You might put some drops under your tongue because you don't want anyone to know that you're a bit socially anxious or you're a bit nervous about the situation or you're not sleeping very well. And we wanted to do the opposite of that. We wanted to say these are products that you would have as badges of honour and they look beautiful on the bar next to your handbag or, or on the table next to your nice watch and your nice phone and the car keys of the nice car that you drive. So we, it's a super long-winded way of me saying I wanted to create a suite of products that were appropriate for my demographic of clients who wanted to perform well and recover better and that could sit comfortably in a luxurious aspirational environment because that's what I saw the gap in the market and that I would like to use. You know, do they fit into my lifestyle as a coach and as a trainer, but also as a, an entrepreneur and a businessman, as a dad of two young kids, as a, as, a, as, a, as, a, as a man who just turned 40 and trying to prolong my sporting career or lack thereof, you know, a little bit, a little bit, 
more, you know, ride my bike, hit golf clubs, go for runs. How, how can I get, get use these products every day to help me be better at my daily reality? Okay. I mean, you picked up a little bit on the stress resilience. Mm. Can you talk a little bit more about that? So, first of all, stress, if, we, if I, you know, if I say the word stress to you, the instant connotation moves into something negative. You know, stress is bad and we must limit stress. There are so many parallels between high-performing professionals in the corporate scale, in the corporate sphere and high-performing athletes. They are both incredibly goal-orientated, they're incredibly driven individuals, but most of all, they have an incredible ability to channel stress and pressure into a good performance rather than allowing that stress and pressure to boil over and negatively impact their performance. And in your, in your cases, negatively impact their health over time. Yeah. So you need stress, right? We all, some the people who win in your industry respond incredibly well to hitting deadlines and, 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 and giving the right speeches in a law court when we know when the chips are down and being able to come back with robust answers under extreme pressure. They respond to that because they're, they're, that, they're that type of person. Uh, the, the analogy I always use is kind of Usain Bolt, you know, the greatest sprinter we've ever seen on the start line of the 100 metre final, trying to win his seventh, eighth, ninth Olympic gold medal. It looks from the outside like he's not nervous at all. You know, he's posturing with his arms and he's getting the crowd going. And it's not that he's not nervous, it's just that he's channeling that nervous energy into what we would see as the world's greatest sporting performance. He's incredibly nervous. Don't know how much public speaking you've ever done, but if you stand on front of a stage in front of 25 people, that's nerve wracking. Yeah. Standing in, in, in a stadium in front of globally tens of millions of people watching you, you know, imagine what that's like. So he's channeled that stress and, and, and from a sports performance perspective has, has channeled that into a high, you know, the highest level of, of execution from a sporting perspective you could ever see. Now, the stressors are the factors that are, of, the, of the things that are you know, piling stress upon him, whether that's the magnitude of the occasion, it's the crowd, it's the, it's the, you know, the competitors that he's going up against. That has moved his physiology into a, pla into a place of heightened stress. Very simply, we'd call it sort of fight or flight response. You know, his autonomic nervous system is pumping out cortisol and adrenaline and you know, if he was a caveman, he'd be getting ready to, you know, kill the animal that was going to attack him or to grab his, you know, grab his nearest and dearest and run for the hills. You know, that's the stress response that's designed to protect our bodies because we, over the evolution of time, you know, we have, our society is different, but our physiology is the same. We're still the same hunter-gatherer we were tens of thousands of years ago. Now, the stresses that evoke that response in you or I as not, elite level athletes and not you know um cavemen and cave women are bad emails and a boss who's not very nice and a bank balance which is suboptimal and an instagram post and your mobile phone and your relationship with your boyfriend and my relationship with my wife okay those things whilst not life-threatening are causing our bodies hundreds of times a day to respond physiologically like they are life-saving life-threatening now that response system and that sympathetic nervous system, the side of your nervous system, which is responsible again for fight or flight, shuts down your immune system, shuts down your digestive system. It pumps out stress hormones, primarily cortisol and adrenaline, which, which 
in turn do lots of different physiological things which stop your body protecting itself from its environment because your sexual function shuts down all these things shut down because you don't need those to run away from a tiger um, and so over time if your body is in this constant state of stress or exhibiting this constant state of stress through these kind of false narratives that are being bombarded your way all, all day legal profession perfect example deadlines and emails and stress and pressure especially if you're on the junior end of the spectrum right you've mm. got to you've got to pick up more of that stress than anyone else yeah over time those fit those those thoughts manifest themselves as, as 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 illnesses either mental or physical due to the fact that your body spent too much time in this heightened state of stress now i'll use your capacity to deal with stress here's an analogy for you you've got a bowl that bowl is your body's capacity for stress and we're going to stick it under a tap and we're going to turn turn the tap on and that and the water that comes out of that uh, and that tap are stressors okay that's your that's your life stress it's your physical your financial your work your personal your health you know all of the things that make up your life now none of those things are going anywhere you know the, the job of a performance coach or the job of someone who wants to turn someone into a high performer is not to remove the stress because if you think about that tap slowly filling up that bowl and slowly filling up that bowl when your capacity to deal with stress is reached and breached the water spills over the edge now that can manifest itself in, in an ulcer or a breakdown or a bout of anxiety stress depression you know those things manifest themselves when your capacity to deal with that stress is exceeded and the water spills over the edge our job to build your stress resilience is to give you a bigger bowl people who perform at a top top level for a consistent amount of time over a long period have big bowls their bowls are big and their ability to deal with said stress and pressure is more now how do i do that you know i do that by evoking the other side of my autonomic nervous system my parasympathetic nervous system which is evolved which is involved in rest digest sleep rec rec restore recover grow those side those those parts of your human physiology need the chance to recover you know and you can empty the bowl while you go to sleep and then when you wake up in the morning you've got a fresh bowl and you know the stresses of the day will build up and build up now if you're not sleeping properly if you don't have a meditative practice, if you don't, uh, if you rely on caffeine and alcohol and adrenaline to get you through every day, it is only a matter of time before that bowl's capacity to deal with that stress is exceeded and the water spills over the top and you end up into this sort of negative spiral of health. 90% of all disease, mental and physical, is lifestyle based. So only 10% of anything that's going to go wrong with you or me or my wife or your parents is genetic therefore there are things that we can do to manipulate areas of our lifestyle that give us less chance of becoming ill in the future preventative health and a better chance of performing well tomorrow and that is that's really how you can really view and think about stress um, and there are some people who don't want to to climb the career ladder or don't want to push themselves onto the next level or don't want to become you know enter into this super high achieving bracket and 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 for those people it's fine because they can remove those stresses they can work for somebody else rather than work for themselves and they can choose to work from home and not travel in because that was giving them stress
or they can break a relationship because they don't have children or a mortgage. But if you want to be at that top level, you're going to need strategies to develop a bigger bowl. And part of the use of CBD and part of the thing that we do with Rain is very much try to integrate our products into people's wellness routines so that we can help to optimize those different parts of your routine, whether it's post-workout massages using our balm, whether you'd use our pen as you wake up as part of your breathing exercise or after your coffee or in the evening as part of a wind down ritual or you'd light the candle and get into a bath. You know, it's not just using the products in isolation that is gonna, is gonna save you and, and never, never, never let you feel stressed or anxious again. But it's yeah. about cultivating and then educating people around creating rituals throughout their day, week, month, year that will help to optimize their recovery and ultimately give them a better coping mechanisms to deal with stress. I mean, let's talk a little bit about the products that Rain offers then, um, because CBD arguably is one of those ways of managing your stress levels. Mm. So you've got the botanical mist pen called mm -hmm. Rain Cloud. Mm -hmm. the CBD balm raincoat mm -hmm. and the cannabis zero one which is the all natural candle so mm -hmm. how do these products kind of work together to to help you manage your stress and what is what are the benefits generally of using them and CBD more specifically well I think you know if we start with start with the pen because it was our first ever product I think it was a real flag in the sand for us as a wellness business primarily you know first and foremost a wellness business that you know create you know products and this is our first three and, and we have some more exciting ones in the pipeline um to have an, an inhalation product as it's kind of hero product you know the, the word vaping has many negative connotations to it obviously smoking is not good for you so to have something that was all natural that you can ingest um toxin free um was was a real statement piece for us and one of the things that we wanted to put in the market as a bit of a disruptor to say you know we are we are a wellness and health business first but we have an inhalation product you know it only contains um 100 cbd and terpenes you know terpenes are the part part of the plant that give it its flavor we have lemonine in it which has a delicious kind of lemongrassy flavor to it um because it um, because of its makeup, it's it's the only one of the only vape products available on the market that one of the only inhalation products available on the market that you can use indoors, um, so that you can um, you can use it at times that you find you know, appropriate to you. But we wanted to make more products because there are still some people who don't like to inhale things. You know, there are still some people who would rather ingest CBD in a different way. But we started with an inhalation product because it's the most bioavailable way to ingest into your body. You know, it's 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 taken in and absorbed by the body much more quickly, um, and it, it can be used throughout the day as as you see appropriate. I still think one of the one of the challenges for something like CBD is because it has so many use cases. It can come across a little bit like snake oil. You know, like this is good for everything. You know. <laughs> If, but the truth is, if you if you are somebody who gets anxious at the beginning of the day for the things that you're about to take on that day and suffer with a slight feeling of overwhelm, you can use CBD products. You know, as you wake up, throughout, you know, as you get up and go for a run, or have your green tea, or have your coffee, or cook breakfast for your kids, or whatever your morning consists of, you can use those products in the morning to 
know, manage manage the negative part. I don't want to say manage stress, but you yeah. know, again, give you a slightly bigger bowl in that analogy that we talked about. Yeah. If you're somebody who does a lot of sport uh, and 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 wants to perform well consistently in the gym or running on the track or running on the road or lifting weights or boxing or playing football, you need to reduce inflammation between sessions. And as an anti-inflammatory, you know, CBD is right up there with one of the most natural and effective anti-inflammatories out there. Again, you could use the pen or you can use it to apply to your skin using the balm. If you are someone who struggles to sleep in the evenings and struggles to unwind, again, you can use the pen. Candles are just, it actually doesn't contain any CBD. It's just a okay. beautiful smelling, all natural candle from hand-carved alabaster. It smells delicious. It looks fantastic. It's a really nice thing to have. And um, just purely the amount of dip tea candles I've bought my wife over the years. <laughs> should definitely be, uh, and I love them myself, right? Someone comes for a dinner party. It's called yeah. Cannabis One. It's quite a nice sort of conversational piece. I think people are expecting it to smell a bit like someone who's been smoking weed in my house, but it definitely <laughs> does not smell like that. It definitely comes with a much, you know, much more beautiful soft scent, which is just really nice to, to relax and unwind. Um, yeah, and, and, and so you can use the pen before bed as part of a, a ritual that involves disconnecting from your blue light devices that we're all very guilty of, maybe doing some breathing exercises or listening to a sleep story or you're reading a book or speaking to your partner. So there are parts of our day in which you know we can various feelings may arise so i've just you know rattled off five or six different kind of use cases it's a little bit of a case of we don't want it to be so broad that no one thinks it actually works um because i think that that is sometimes the case with something like cbd that it's a bit like well what's it good for it's actually good for lots of different things. It actually depends what you as an individual with your life and, and your uh, environment that you live in, what, what you require. And then we can you can start to apply it or in, include it in, in some of the routines that you might have in your kind of well-being ecosystem that would that would help you uh, would give you the little helping hand that you might need. Okay. Um, I mean, there are a lot of CBD products on the market. So how do you differentiate those between what Rain is offering? It's a good question. Um, you know, people will even you know if you work in startups, you know, you have to go and pitch people to invest in your company, and it's often you know the first question. It's a bit of an old, tired question, but it's like kind of what's your USP and what makes you different. And I think there's a couple of things. I think the brand and and the, and the spaces that we've been able to occupy have been able other CBD brands haven't been able to occupy because the look and the feel and the story behind them. You know, we're in Pronton in Paris, one of the most uh, aspirational stores. We're in Selfridges, we're in Nemo Marcus in, in, in America. And in, in many cases, we've been the first CBD brand that's been able to penetrate into those marketplaces because of the way we look, quite simply, because of the packaging and the beautiful design and, and even the name, you know, trademarking the word rain was, was actually quite a big challenge for us. So it was about creating best in class products with with uh, with sustainably and ethically sourced products in, uh, ingredients within those. There is a broad, broad spectrum of um, of quality when it comes to CBD. You know, you're entering into a fairly unregulated market. 
And we had to work very, very hard in getting you know, the quality of the ingredients. And I won't say strength, it wasn't about making the strongest products possible, but it was about making the cleanest and most consistent products possible. So that if you use a barman, you, you know, you get one pen, it should be just as strong as the fifth pen that you buy, rather than having one that's a bit weak and one that's really strong. And trying to get that consistency of quality was very challenging for us. So I would say in look, touch and design, and then I would say an actual quality of a product. And, um, and the look and design isn't just a, like, to kind of pander to people who like luxury, but it's to genuinely have something that is beautiful and that you would like to sit on your table or you, that you'd be proud to pull out of your handbag. You know, that was quite a big challenge for us. And I think having things that are nice and beautiful and aspirational also helped to break stigmas down a little bit. And one, yeah. some, you know, social anxiety, if that's the use case, for you is it, still stigmatized and I think to have something that you could pull out and you could use in front of other people that might have otherwise you know caused embarrassment is now you know our, our customers tell us you know it's very much a talking point and, and the start of a, com- it's a conversation starter and I know yeah. whenever I'm, I'm in a meeting or whenever I have our products on the table or pull them out you know it's a very the way it looks grabs people's attention and, and that's really where we wanted to go with it yeah and some people talk about um using different strengths of cbd when they start Mm. using it so you're saying that you don't have to really necessarily go with that approach it's just about using something that is pure that is clean and that you know will work yeah it was an interest it's interesting you know the cbd market is is really interesting it's kind of broken up into a couple of different demographics of people you know i think you've got people who are I, I guess more savvy with using hemp products or cannabis-based products. You know, in the past, you know, they may they may use medicinal mushrooms or they may have other types of sort of they may have microdosed in the past or they may have taken ayahuasca and, and had more sort of uh, expansive experiences. And there's a demographic of people who I you know I'll pull up my my box that I've got in front of me and, and it's 120 milligrams of premium broad spectrum CBD. That might really mean something to somebody. Well, there might be, you know, as you know, case in point, we are, you know, in a, in a concession in Selfridges, a consumer who's never used CBD before is very curious about using them. And for that person, it shouldn't, they shouldn't be getting sold on. This is the strongest possible CBD you can get your hands on because that can be quite intimidating. Yeah. So I think to try to create products that are for people who are very au fait, with, with, with the terminology and the strength and the quantities in which it would take them and people who are very curious and, 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 and not familiar with, um, with strengths and dosages was, was quite a challenge for us. So we, 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 we know now that there's many more of our, uh, our customers are using CBD for the first time. And actually a large part of what we do on our socials and a large part of what we do um, editorially and when we do things like this is really to try to educate people around uh around cbd and there's still a big education gap i think in in in, in what constitutes a dose is 120 yeah. milligrams a lot or, or not very much you know it's 40 percent cbd really high or is that is that really low um so yeah look look for look for quality uh, and you know unfortunately in, in lots of cases you kind of get what you pay for um, a bit like supplements, you know. Look for quality and look for a brand that you that you that you can trust. 
and I think the aspiration of any of any business in our space is to become trusted. And I think that's really the brand building that we're doing at the moment through testimonials and, and the credible people that sit behind the, the product is, is to create to create trust. Yeah. Um, there was just one last. So that kind of brings me on to the last question. And this doesn't necessarily connect to CBD, but mm. Recently, I mean, after the pandemic, lots of lawyers have kind of started working remotely and mm. they travel a lot. And I'm I do that as well. So I'm, I'm always working on different time zones. So my routine changes constantly. So one month I could be eating at a different time, exercising at a different time. So there's been a lot of talk about the circadian rhythm and how that mm. gets affected. So what do you have any advice on how we can adjust better? Um, and for people that haven't heard of that before what does it mean what, what does the circadian rhythm mean? yes yeah so your, so your circadian rhythm is it's the rhythm of light and dark it's the rhythm of night and day and the reason why small babies take a lot you know many months to adjust is they're born without a circadian rhythm so your newborn baby wakes up in the middle of the night screaming they don't know whether it's light night and day they don't react to the light and the dark you know you wake up in the morning about 4 30 in the morning your body releases some hormones that give you energy for the day and then you know nine o'clock at night your body starts to gradually release melatonin which gets you ready to go to sleep so when you skip between time zones it takes approximately one day uh, per per time zone crossed for your body to readjust so you think about london to new york you know five six hour time difference you're there for a week you've only just got used to that time zone by the time it's time to come back so what we need to try to do to get you to um is to reset try to reset your body clock as early as we possibly can for the time of destination so if you fly a lot you should be when you're on the plane the first thing you should do when you get to the airport is reset your watch to time of destination and then start to behave and act as if you would at that time of the day in the place that you're going to. So if it's 3 a.m. in the place that you're going to, get on the plane and go straight to sleep. Don't drink coffee, don't drink booze, don't watch four movies. Reset your body clock as early as you possibly can so that when you arrive, you've already started to begin that process. Alcohol and caffeine consumption on flights is a, is a, is a pretty big no-no, you know, most, mostly due to, I say that, I'll skip back one. If it is the middle of the day where you're going to, I know you obviously have to plan for, for how long the flight is, etc. Yeah. But if it's the middle of the day where, where you're going to, you know, try to stay up as if you're you're in the time zone of the place where you're going to. So you could be drinking coffee rather than drinking alcohol, is the first one. Sleep is really you know one of the big keys for you. And you know, sleep's going to give you energy and get in that sleep cycle back to where you need it. So again, you know, if you're if you are somebody who enjoys CBD products, we'd obviously love you to use rain. You can use CBD to help you get back into a deeper, restful sleep. But a great trick to get to sleep when you don't need to, when you feel like you can't sleep is to have a warm shower and then to leave your warm shower and to get into your hotel bed or wherever you happen to be and turn the air conditioning higher so to make the room colder so for your body to start to produce melatonin it needs to drop by about half a degree celsius so by cooling your body off and allowing your body to dry naturally because you know get out of the shower don't dry yourself in the towel lay down on a cool bed 
And as your body starts to cool itself naturally, your core temperature will drop, as your core temperature drops, um, your body will start to naturally produce melatonin and that will help you get off to sleep. So that is the best jet lag recovery tip. Uh, that's a really I good can, tip. That I, can, that I can give everyone. <laughs> and if anyone out there listening has got a baby, do exactly the same thing with your baby. So about five o'clock at night, have a warm bath with your baby, and your baby out the bath, don't dab them down, let their bodies dry naturally and allow them to start to cool. And that will help them naturally produce melatonin and get off to a good night's sleep. Really good tip. Um, I'm definitely guilty of <laughs> overloading on caffeine. <laughs> yeah. I won't be doing that anymore. <laughs> So caffeine's got a half-life of about eight hours. So um, really, you should try not to have much caffeine after after midday. Now, I, I have a very hard stop of 4 p.m., you know, which gives me, you know, it, it's still a little bit later in the day, but I've never had caffeine after four. So if you think about a half-life, you know, if you have a double espresso at midday, you've still got half an espresso, half you know, a, a single shot of caffeine running through your system at 8 p.m. that evening. So it's... Um, people think they become you know lots of people who drink sort of caffeine after after dinner and think it doesn't affect them it does it's like having four pints and saying well i'm i'm fine to drive you know i do it all the time you're not fine to drive if you, you're over the legal drink drive limit because you're you know you're alcohol and your blood is is too high it's exactly the same with caffeine you might think you're fine but it's inhib inhibiting your body's ability to fall into deep and restorative sleep so Take it easy on the caffeine lawyers. I know that's probably a swear, <laughs> but probably a swear. Word, but, yeah. um, especially in the, in, in, the, in the evenings, you know, and if you're someone who's feeling the signs of stress, you know, hard to concentrate, irritable mood or fluctuations in mood, you know, disruption of your digestive system, you know, irregular bowel movements, needing more alcohol in the evening to knock you out, more caffeine in the day to wake you up. Sounds counterintuitive, but you should start to limit that caffeine intake because it's probably inhibiting your body's ability to recover when you sleep and inhibiting your ability to restore energy naturally. Wow, really interesting. Thank you so much. Um, <laughs> that brings us to the end of the episode. Um, if you'd like to find out more about Rain and its products, you can find them on social media or visit their website, the details of which will be included in this episode's description. And if you have any questions that you'd like to be featured about today's discussion, you can reach out to us on social media or email us.